Hey, how's everybody doing? And welcome back to 125 Unfiltered, Episode 4. It's a beautiful Monday morning here in Chapel Hill. It was a very eventful weekend of football and weekend of NBA free agency. I'll start off with free agency today. It might take up the whole episode because there are a lot of huge signings that happened over the weekend starting Friday at 6 p.m. And something that I plan on, I'll probably have Tuesday be the main NFL recap episode because then we'll be able to get the Monday game in, which tonight is Rams versus Bucks. And also right now, I want to go over this free agency because a lot went down. So let's just hop right into it. So I'll go chronologically for the most part, and I'll really touch on the really important deals I highlight. I wrote them all down, all the important ones down in my opinion, and I highlighted the ones that I'll really talk about. So starting off about 6.01, one minute into free agency, Goran Dragic re-signs with the Heat, two years, $37.5 million. That's a really good deal for Miami because that second year, he does have a, or they do have a team option on Dragic meaning that they can keep him for this year, but if they want to create cap space to possibly sign Giannis Antetokounmpo, they could get rid of Drogic. He was fantastic in the playoffs. This is a great sign for the Heat and for Drogic as well. You know, that's around 19 or $18.5 million a year. So good signing there, both for uh, good for both sides. Now a huge extension, the first of three big contract extensions, De'Aaron Fox re-signs with the Kings, or he gets a, a max, or not a max extension, but close to a max extension of five years, $163 million with incentives that can get him up to $196 million, depending on if he makes an all-NBA team. But De'Aaron Fox gets the bag. Even though Sacramento isn't the most relevant of teams in the NBA right now, they lock up their their rising star point guard for five more years. So I really like that signing. You can't lose Fox if you're the Kings. He's too talented, and he's one of your draft picks that have really hit over the past few years. The next big signing, Jordan Clarkson, re-signing with the Utah Jazz four years $52 million. I really like this deal for the Jazz as well. He averaged around 15.6 points per game last year. Coming off of the bench, he is the ideal spark club. If you need someone to score a bucket off of your bench, Jordan Clarkson is the guy. I really like him as a player. I think he was fantastic in the playoffs for the Jazz in their seven-game uh, series battle against Denver. So I think that he's a nice scoring punch off of the bench. And then next is a deal that surprised me. Danilo Gallinari re-signing with the Atlanta Hawks. Three years, $61.5 million. Now, I kind of thought about this. Gallinari, he's a really good three-point shooter. He always has good percentages. Hawks kind of need a three-point shooter to, uh, to go along with Trey Young because now you've got uh, Onyeka Okungwu at your center spot. John Collins aren't obviously three-point shooters. So I think Gallinari will provide a nice uh, three-point shooting punch for the Hawks there. Now, obviously, you could run pick and roll with him with Trey Young. He's not a great defender, but I think the Hawks are really looking to buff up this offense. Or they, they drafted Okongwu for, for defensive purposes, but I think he's a nice piece to go along with Trey Young. 
But I did not expect that from Gallinari. Did not expect him to go to the Hawks. We'll get more into the Hawks later. They made some very surprising moves. Obviously for the better, but I think they were a really good team in free agency. Again, we'll get into that. Next, Rodney Hood re-signs with the Blazers. Two years, $21 million. Again, I like this deal for both sides. Hood towards ACL last year, unfortunately. He's another good guy to come off of your bench to get a bucket. Next, Montrez Harrell. He stays in Los Angeles, but he switches sides. Going to the Los Angeles Lakers. For two years, $19 million. Patrick Beverly tweets angrily. He, what in all caps? He obviously wasn't happy. The Clippers, uh, according to reports, did not see this coming. Not only did he leave the Clippers, he went to the Lakers, their rival, across town. Some could say that's snake activity. We don't know Harold's motives. But that really took me by surprise. The reigning sixth man of the year to go along with the runner-up sixth man in Dennis Schroeder. Lakers made some good moves, guys. And they stole Harold from the Clippers. He'll Again, he's sixth man of the year. He's a great scoring uh, punch off of the bench. He's going to play physical. He's a dog. Another really good move for the Lakers. He might not close games like he did for the Clippers. Also, he is a bit of a defensive liability. But, with, but when you're with Anthony Davis in the front court, he's going to help cover your track. So he'll make up for that. Great signing for the Lakers. Next, Davis Bertans of the Washington Wizards resigns for five years, $80 million. The Latvian Laser is staying in Washington. Now, this guy can really shoot the ball. He's got a really nice form. He's about like 6'10", around there. I think he's a, he's a great piece to go along with Bradley Beal as Washington is trying to rebuild right now. Locking him up was essential. You could not let Bertans go, and they did a good job there. Another big three-point shooter making some money. Joe Harris staying in Brooklyn for four years, $75 million. This was a must for Brooklyn. No matter if you trade for James Harden or not, if you get rid of Levert or Dinwiddie in a big trade, you had to keep Joe Harris. He's a very good three-point shooter. He can play team defense. He is a perfect complimentary piece for a championship team. And I'm sure Kevin Durant went to that front office and said, you need to re-sign Joe Harris. We need him. So that's a good move there by the Brooklyn Nets. Keeping your three-point sniper to go along with Kyrie and KD. Again, perfect complimentary piece. Christian Wood goes to the Rockets three years, $41 million. His second half of the season breakout last year makes him some money. And finally, the Rockets sign a player who is over 6'7". So that's a good thing. Marcus Morris is staying in with the Clippers four years, $64 million. The Pelicans trade for Steven Adams, which was an expansion of the Drew Holiday trade. So they got Steven Adams. The Thunder, who traded Adams, get Trevor Ariza, Justin Jackson, and a first-round pick. So that's another first-round pick for Sam Presti and the Thunder. DeLon Wright is going to Detroit. This is a four-team trade, by the way. And then the Mavs get James Johnson. So that's a big trade there for the Pelicans. They trade away Holiday, get Bledsoe, and now Steven Adams to pair with their young core of Zion and Brandon Ingram. Hopefully they can re-sign him. Still have not re-signed him yet, but that remains to be seen. 
Next up, we'll get into my Toronto Raptors a bit and more free agency deals. We have plenty to come. Stay tuned. I'll be back in a few moments. All right, welcome back to 125 Unfiltered. More NBA free agency coming up right now. We're starting off with starting off with a few smaller deals. I'll just read them off. Not as important, but still important because you know those small pieces for a team can really, you know, uh, really make a difference when it comes to a championship run. Derek Favors going back to the Jazz three years, thirty million dollars. He'll be a great pick and roll partner and defensive piece for the Jazz. Dwight Howard going to the Sixers for one year, two point six million dollars. Wesley Matthews is going to the Lakers one year, three point six million dollars. He's basically their Danny Green replacement after they traded him to the Thunder for Schroeder. A really intriguing deal, in my opinion. Malik Beasley, restricted free agent of the Wolves, staying in Minnesota for four years, $60 million. Some people might not know this, but after he got traded to Minnesota, he was averaging 20 points a game. He's a really, really talented young player. And if he's coming off of the bench, now that Edwards is there, to be like their sixth man in Minnesota, that's a really good piece. Good job by the T-Wolves sticking with Beasley. He was he was good in, in Denver, but they had Jamal Murray, obviously, and Jokic, so he was a bit overshadowed by some of their stars, but he really flourished last year. That's another second half of the season breakout, just like Christian Wood making some money. Jeremy Grant going to the Pistons for three years, $60 million. Pistons, they just confuse me. You, you re-sign, or you sign Jeremy Grant, you signed Mason Plumley for three years, $25 million, but you lose your breakout star in Christian Wood? Something's not right there. I, Detroit, I don't really know what they're up to. Who knows? Maybe maybe there's a method to, to what they're doing. Derek Jones Jr. going to the Blazers, two years, $19 million. Chris Dunn to the Hawks for two years, $10 million. Really solid defender. He'll buff up their defense. Again, Hawks had a really good free agency period, in my opinion. And then Fred Van Vliet, staying with my Toronto Raptors, four years, $85 million. I am very excited about this deal. Super stoked when we when I saw the news that he was staying in Toronto. He's our point guard of the future because Kyle Lowry isn't getting any younger. I'm glad that we gave him like a Malcolm uh, Brogdon-sized deal instead of really going for like a $100 million deal like a Jalen Brown. So that's a really good sign for Toronto. He was a must-keep. And then a huge uh, free agency deal right here. Gordon Hayward to the Charlotte Hornets. Four years, $120 million. And now Charlotte seems a bit competitive. You just drafted LaMelo Ball. He'll be your point guard. Still Devontae Graham, rising star from last year. Had a huge breakout season. Now you got Gordon Hayward with P.J. Washington. That's a, that's a good starting lineup. This team, in my opinion, can officially compete for a playoff spot. The Hornets have been very mediocre, below average for so long, even with Kemba Walker. But I think this is their time. I really like the moves they made. Drafting ball was very good for them. That's someone who can really take the keys to their offense and take them to the promised land. Really like what the Hornets did. And I want to touch back on the Van Vliet deal a little bit. This is what the Bucks should have done with Brogdon. As I mentioned, he got a four-year, $80 million deal from Indiana last offseason. If the Raptors did not re-sign Van Vliet, 
as a Raptor fan, I would be worried. Because we drafted Malachi Flynn. He seemed like he was going to be Van Vliet's replacement. I got a bit worried. But Fred Van Vliet staying in Toronto is huge. He has good chemistry with Pascal Siakam. Fantastic defensive player. He's a good three-point shooter. I know his usage was a bit higher uh, last year than some might have liked, and his efficiency was a bit lower because of it. But that that Brogdon deal potentially has broken up the Bucks' uh, hopes at keeping Giannis. Because th- in my opinion, they need Brogdon. They could have used Brogdon in a trade deal or last year because he was a 50-40-90 guy. I, I like to make these two co- the comparison between Brogdon and Van Vliet, seeing what the Bucks didn't do. And I think the Raptors saw what happened when the Bucks didn't have Brogdon in the playoffs. Because again, Brogdon's a really solid player. Moving on to more deals. Avery Bradley to the Heat, two years, $11 million. Jay Crowder going to the Suns, three years, $30 million. He'll be a nice piece to help out the newly added Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Rajon Rondo to the Hawks, not the Clippers. Hawks signing him two years, $15 million. This is a really interesting move because it seems like he's going to have, or the Hawks are going to have Rondo be Trey Young's mentor to make him better. Really like that move. Paul Millsap staying in Denver for one year, $10 million. Carmelo Anthony staying with the Blazers for one year. The money hasn't been released yet for that deal for some reason, or at least uh, that I don't know of. Tristan Thompson going to the Celtics, two years, $19 million. This is a big one for the Lakers. KCP, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, staying in Los Angeles for three years, $40 million. They have just enough money to keep him and re-sign Anthony Davis to stay under the hard cap. Good management there by Rob Palenka. He's done a fantastic job. I know we got a lot of criticism because Magic Johnson uh, opted out. He left the job, gave handed over to Plinka, and then he went on first take, kind of saying um, that how like Plinka threw him under the bus. But he has really done a good job constructing this team. This team's capable of going back to back. That's what he's done, and I commend him for that because again, he was under a lot of criticism. Nerlens Noel going to the Knicks, one year, five million dollar deal. Javon Carter, really underrated move in my opinion. Staying with the Suns for three years, I love $11.5 million. I watched Javon Carter in college a bit. Stud defensive player. He has such a good knack for just getting his hand on the ball. Very good at intercepting passing lanes and disrupting those lanes. Uh, he can steal the ball, block. This is a really underrated move. He's going to be a great player off the bench for the Suns as this team's continuing to be on the come up. Unfortunately for my Raptors, Serge Ibaka is leaving Toronto to go to the Clippers to rejoin Kawhi. Seems like they're very good friends in Toronto. Two years, $19 million for him. I commend Serge for all the work he's done. Fantastic player for the Raptors. Wish him nothing but the best. Bryn Forbes, another another underrated move in my opinion, going to Milwaukee for two years. He'll be a good shooter. Seems like the Bucks are uh, reshuffling their bench squad, which I like. And then... After I come back, after I take a quick break, two players getting some huge extensions. And the Kings are on the clock for Bogdanovich. I'll be back in a few moments. Stay tuned. All right, I'm back on 125 Unfiltered, ready to wrap up this free agency episode. 
really enjoyed talking about it so far, but we still have some hefty deals and news coming up. Two max extensions were solved over the weekend. Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum re-signing with the Jazz and Celtics respectively for five years, $195 million. Both get max contracts, secure the bag. Very happy for both of them. Fantastic young players. There was no doubt that these teams were not going to re-sign these guys. Or there's no doubt that they were going to let them go. Yeah. They had to stay and they got they earned their money. Because they are, again, two fantastic young players. Now Bogdan Bogdanovich getting a, an offer sheet from the Hawks four years. $72 million. The Kings are on the clock. They have 48 hours to match this deal or Bogdanovich is going to the Hawks. I think he would be a great addition for Atlanta. Another scorer, he'd probably pop into their starting lineup, shooting guard or small forward. That's I, I would classify him as a shooting guard. But Sacramento, let's see what they're going to do. It really... Sorry for the trains in the background. Uh, I'll take a quick pause, wait for the trains to go by, and we'll hop back into the Bogdanovich news. All right, we're back. Not sure if you guys could hear the trains through the microphone, but they always come by every morning by my apartment. Anyways, we'll get back to it. So the Kings have 48 hours to match the Bogdanovich offer sheet from Atlanta. In my opinion, I do not think they will. I think they'll let him go to Atlanta. This is a big loss for Milwaukee as well because they had him in that trade. And then it all fell apart because you can't do a sign-in trade uh, before free agency opens up because Bogdanovich couldn't sign the his contract. That was a huge flaw, and obviously the investigations are going on kind of like I talked about uh, in, the, in the last episode. Next up, DeAnthony Melton staying with Memphis, four years, $35 million, another underrated move. He's a very solid defender for Memphis. Austin Rivers going to the next three years, $10 million. Marc Gasol going to the Lakers. Another Raptor big man heading out of Toronto. Again, that's two years for Gasol. Aaron Baines. Here are two, two Raptor contracts. Aaron Baines going to the Raptors, two years, $14.3 million. He's going to be our starting center, it seems. And then we keep Chris... Boucher, two years, $13 million, 13.5 to be exact. Really like that move. He's a very good young player. He has a lot of promise. He's a shot blocker. He can shoot threes. Very tall, obviously, around like seven foot. But I think, I think the Raptors handled this offseason the best they could. I think losing Gasol was inevitable. Same with Ibaka. Ibaka doesn't really fit the timeline for our team. But again, re-signing Van Vliet was the biggest priority. And if they did that, I was going to be happy. But I think Baines will fit in nicely. Obviously won't be as good as Ibaka or Gasol in my opinion. But again, I think I think we did the got one of the best big men that we could available on the market. And then lastly, JaVale McGee traded from the Lakers to the Cavs. And that, at this moment... About 11 a.m. on a Monday morning wraps up NBA free agency. We're still waiting on AD to sign his contract. We're still waiting on Brandon Ingram to sign his contract. Those are the two big free agents left. 
But overall, I think this was a very interesting free agency class. Not many top dogs. A lot of guys in the middle. And I'm going to give you three teams, in my opinion, that are winners to come out of free agency. First, I'm going to give you the Atlanta Hawks. You sign Rondo, Chris Dunn, and Gallinari. Great pieces to help out Trey Young and John Collins. I think the Hawks are huge winners. Next, I'm going to go with the Suns. Obviously, you got Chris Paul to help out. You got Jay Crowder. He's a really nice piece. I think I really love the Javon Carter deal. And the last team, as winners, the Los Angeles Lakers. You steal Montrez Harrell from the Clippers. You traded for Dennis Schroeder. You sign Wesley Matthews. You keep Contavious Caldwell-Pope. This team got better in this offseason, which is why I commend Rob Polinka so much. This team got a whole lot better. And, and also, you got Marcus Gasol. This team, in my opinion, should be the current favorites to win the next championship. We'll see what other trades go down and other free agent news. But as of now, that's the bulk of it. And that'll wrap up this episode. Again, tomorrow we'll hop into the NFL recap of Week 11. Very excited to talk about some NFL, but at the moment, the NBA has been the big uh, topic of conversation. Once again, thank you so much for listening to 125 Unfiltered. And you'll hear from me tomorrow. Have a nice day, or have a nice night.